Welcome to another terrifying episode of Cult Film and Review. The podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets and see if they still hold up. Tonight, the creepy and the kooky, mysterious and spooky, they're all together ooky, the Adams Family Values. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, so we are here to talk about, well, first off, let's just say this. This is a part of our Halloween extravaganza 2016. 2016. 2016. I am your host, Cody Everett. As always, I am joined by uh, Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Kyle, I want to ask you real quick. Do you have any fun little Halloween stories you can say real quick for the people? Halloween story? Yeah. How quick? I don't know, quick. Yeah, I guess the one that stands out the most in my mind was... um, one year, um, my neighbor down the street, uh, he thought it'd be funny to um, basically walked up to his house. His garage door was open. It was pitch black. He had the light off in there. We walked around to the front door, rain doorbell, nothing, no candy, kind of pissed. We're like, all right, whatever. We leave. As we're walking down the driveway from behind us, he's standing in the garage with a hockey mask on and a chainsaw, and apparently he must have taken the chain off of the, you know, the blade off it. He like rips that shit on and just chases us away from his house, like down the street, just booking it. Like he was in full fucking sprint. Like, yeah, it was pretty fucking great. It was funny. Uh, I don't go to houses like that when I was a kid. I was too scared. <laughs> what? I didn't do that, what? dude. Do you like haunted I houses well, now? No. Well, fuck, did I know that's what was going to happen? I just wanted Snickers. I don't like haunted houses now. Chris, uh, speaking of, of that, uh, Chris Willenbrecht, everyone. Why don't you tell hey us if you have a, uh, a Halloween story? I do have a Halloween story, and this is like the one story I have that actually feels like a movie in my head. Um, it's It was like, I tried to create the classic Halloween for myself. It was on a night just like it this. It was on a night just like this. <laughs> uh, basically, I got together with like a bunch of friends, and the goal for the night was to like get our backpacks full of like cool shit, and like go around the neighborhood, and like get all the best candy we can, change costumes, you know, go back up to the same house I was giving out the king size and all that shit. And but we were going to cap the night off with um, TPing a house. Um, we had already been like walking around, and, like throwing eggs at everything, and doing all that shit. But like late at night, we wanted to TP a house for the first time. So uh, we waited until like 1 a.m. watching horror movies and stuff and like snuck out the side door and like had like a whole like like 12 rolls of toilet paper. And there was this massive tree on the ca- on the house catty corner to us. Mm-hmm. But the, the person that lived there was like an old woman in a wheelchair. Oh, like, no. <laughs> oh my God. So um, and we're like, yeah, we're just going to go f- fuck this tree up. It's going to be amazing. So we're out there. <laughs> we're like chucking rolls, like just like spend a good 20 minutes. Nobody drives by or anything. And uh, all of a sudden, boom, like these headlights hit us and we dart back to my house. Uh, My friend rolls under my stepdad's truck and I hid behind a pillar in front of my house, which was the dumbest fucking idea ever. But I hid back there and the car rolls up all slow and the window rolls down. And then I hear a man's voice and he's like, you can come out of there now. You can come out from behind there. I can see you. And I was like, oh, shit. So I like step out slowly and he's like, come here. And I started, I, it was the longest walk down the entryway to my house ever. <laughs> get to the window, and he's like, how old are you? And I was like, 13. And he's like, what are you doing? Did you just do that over there? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, all right, have a good night. And fucking sped <laughs> off. <laughs> so, so my dog's going apeshit in the house. I'm like, fuck, my parents are going to wake up. I run around back to the side door. My friend's already inside. I slide under my covers and my stepdad like comes down the hallway and he's like, what's going on? Why is the dog barking? I was like, I don't know. We just heard a noise outside. I don't know what happened. And he like immediately goes to the garage, pops it open, looks out and sees a like a massive tree just covered completely in toilet paper and he looks at me doesn't say a word goes back inside turns the lights off i wake up the next day the whole tree is 
completely gone of toilet paper. There's no more toilet paper in this tree. What? So I have no idea who cleaned it up. It obviously wasn't the old wheelchair-bound woman. It must have been a good Samaritan <laughs> or my stepfather. So you, you, should you, ask TP, about this. you willingly TP'd the handicap. <laughs> An elderly. Yeah, I did. An oh, elderly? Guilty. We don't call them that. Wait, anymore. how many? We don't call them elderly? <laughs> All I want to know is how many ply. Oh, I'm sure it was two. Man. It was whatever my parents bought, you know? And also, <laughs> I am jo- after that, I'm joined by Michael Salustio. Mike, do you have any Halloween stories? I actually do have a Halloween story, and it's funny because I didn't until Chris just reminded me of this story that happened to me on Halloween. I was uh, 16, and we were too cool for Halloween at this point. So we were like, yeah, let's not do anything. But then my friend was kind of like, I don't know, man. Maybe we should like egg a fucking house or something. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't really for it. And then uh, we went to a McDonald's and I noticed that the toilet paper roll was down. And you know, it was really, really big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Toilet paper rolls, industrial. <laughs> industrial size ones. It dawns on me. I'm like, wait a second. This sounds a great idea. Let's go out. I take this thing. I steal it out of the McDonald's. I leave and I go, look, yeah, we're definitely going to TP a house with this thing. <laughs> So we wait till like 3 a.m. or whatever, and we find a house, a nice big tree, and we go to take this thing, and I guess it didn't dawn on me how heavy this goddamn thing was going to be, because we're like trying to shot put this thing, we're trying to like granny toss it under the legs. It's like rolling a tire. Yeah, it was huge, and every time it would make this big thud, and of course we were were kind of drunk when we were doing this, so it was funny to us until the cop showed up, and we like booked it. Um... I don't think any of us got caught, um, but we did leave that big giant roll like, <laughs> sitting in there. I think that would be hilarious to wake up and just find a wheel of toilet paper. But I think it's funny. It's like the, a cop is going to see that and be like, my deductive reasoning tells me that these assholes tried to use this thing to TV house and it didn't work. Case solved. <laughs> Fucking amateur hour. <laughs> uh, I'll give one that kind of relates to this movie, Adam's Family uh, Values. Uh, so one year I was probably around the time that this movie came out because I feel like, uh, cousin, it was, was he a more prevalent character in this one or the first one? I can't remember. The first one. Yeah. First. first. So it's probably, after whole the, story, yeah. Yeah, I was probably after the first one then because I was cousin it for Halloween and my mom made the costume. So, you know, it was top notch. <laughs> Um, cause you know, it was like back in the day when your mom would make it, I don't yeah, know if anybody else did too. Yeah, yeah my mom sure. had that costumes. where they would go like the one time a year, your mom would go to the craft store and then be like, I have a sewing machine. You're like, I've never seen it before, mom. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you get that? It stays in like a mysterious black box on the bottom yeah. of the closet that you've never looked in. Yeah. And then you got to go to, you got to go to like Joanne's to pick out your costume, <laughs> which is like the worst. You got to like look at like, it almost like, like <laughs> seed packaging. It's almost like seed packaging like you're gonna plant seeds and it has like a picture of the on the costume and then inside of it is just like a big stupid like cut out of a costume that your parents right it's like a blueprint your mom would (laughs) yeah your mom would make and they're what fabric do you want so uh (laughs) i was cousin it uh with the hat and i was essentially made out of like shag carpeting (laughs) (laughs) and i remember like i couldn't see out the damn thing it was like 110 degrees, in yeah. it. and I was in Missouri in in October, so it's not like it's hot there. Is it humid though? No, oh. it's cold. <laughs> okay, it's cold. Oh, so it's you're probably cold warm. and rainy. Warm as fuck, yeah. No, like my childhood sucked because most of the time it rained during Halloween in, in Missouri. It always rained on Halloween. It sucked. The one always. year it didn't was wearing shag. Oh, yeah, one yeah. year it didn't. I was the carpeting in the mystery uh, machine. It probably would have been better. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it had if it had rain, that would have been really bad though. Shag really retains that. That water. <laughs> it's like a sponge. Yeah. <laughs> you just puff out. <laughs> it's like 100, 100 pounds yeah. you're walking on. <laughs> I know. As, just a, as a child. Who's the brown ball no walking down left. the street? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Is that a mop? Are you a mop kid? <laughs> well, I remember one year I was I was Peter Pan, but everybody thought I was Robin Hood, and apparently I got real pissed. <laughs> really? Yeah. My mom was, my, I was like, God damn it, Mom. You can't even get that costume. Right? I'd rather be Robin Hood than Peter Pan. Yeah, right? <laughs> the only time I had a costume made for me was my dad. Like, he bought... My, my dad was pretty smart this year. He bought, like, a, a foam, like, skeleton mask. Then he went out and bought a bunch of silver paint, and he basically... Applied it to my face to look look like I was a Terminator with some of my face blown away. Oh, that's awesome, dude. My mom, actually, I had a Terminator costume also, um, and I got made fun of for it in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> 
because it was because like, it wasn't the Terminator. It was like some side character. It was like, no, it was so homemade. But you were John. I, I was so happy. There was nothing I wanted to be more in second grade than the Terminator. So my mom like went and bought all this like metal wire and like sculpted uh, like a metal arm around my arm. But it wasn't like that cool. I mean, it was like the effort was amazing, but yeah. it didn't come out like realistic <laughs> at all. I looked like but, a whole bunch of hangers. And then, she just, <laughs> and then she like threw a pair of Oakleys on me. <laughs> And I love the shit out of that costume, but like some dumbass kid was like, "What are you supposed to be?" Yeah, that's funny. All right, so we're here to talk about Adam's Family Values. It's actually the sequel to an Adam's Family movie directed by uh, Barry Sonnenfeld. Sonnenfeld. Sonnenfeld, who's also directed movies like uh, the Men in Black trilogy. He's done a bunch, dude. He was a cinematographer, done a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a big done, name. Yeah, he's a big name. He's, in Hollywood. I mean, and he does what? He works with Will Smith like all the time. I think so. I think they're best buddies. I think he was his best <laughs> man at his wedding. What? I don't know. I made no. that up. I made that <laughs> it up. It was Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> it could have been, though. I don't know. Jazzy Jeff? This movie <laughs> wouldn't be bad as a slap in the face at Jazzy Jeff. It's just like, yo, I went with Barry this time. Oh, oh, man, come on. I've been there since the beginning. Come on, Will. <laughs> yeah, but he got me in Men in Black. <laughs> All right, so this movie came out in 1993. Uh, it made about $48 million. It wasn't as big as a hit um, as the original was. Okay. Uh, the original one made 141. Million. Okay. Or something Box around there. Speaking, yeah. It was yeah. slower. Yeah. So it was still a hit, but it's got 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is Mike's pick. And if you don't know what it's about, basically that the Adams family is back and Fester is in love with a killer. Pretty much. A black widow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's about it. That's about uh, what's going on. Yeah. So this was Mike's pick, like I said. Uh, Mike, why did you pick this for your Halloween pick? Your very special Halloween pick. I don't know. I mean, first of all, they, what's what says Halloween more than the Adams family? They're Halloween twenty four seven, all day long. They live it. They love it. They they're breathe spooky, it. They're kooky. Whatever. <laughs> it's totally true. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, it, it. I think it's a better than the first. We'll talk about that. I'm sure later. Mm-hmm. I ha- if I had to choose between the two, I was going to go with this one. It's funnier. Um, I think that's the only real reasoning I can give. You, you told me to pick a Halloween film. I picked one for you. That's it. That's it. He picked a Halloween film. Yeah. Let's rate no, it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need to go any further. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So has anyone not seen this movie before? Let me ask that. Has everyone see everyone seen this movie? I used to watch this all the time with my brother. I let me ask this. In theaters, let, let me ask you this question. When was the last time you saw this movie then? Ooh. Mm, when I was would, 14, probably. Yeah, probably probably in my teens. Yeah. I would say probably in, I would say pro- Maybe earlier. This one was not on my Halloween list uh, before uh, before this viewing again, and um, I, I it's weird. Like I wonder. I don't know why I never you, went back and and try to rewatch this film. I don't know. I think I, it, it's one of those films. It's like it was around that. It's like the first growing era where it's like let's bring back like popular franchises, mm-hmm. and make, now we're like living in it. Yeah, big yeah. time. Mm. But I think it was during that time. There was like an early '90s thing where it's like, let's bring back SWAT and st-. like they were bringing back yeah. like all these weird. Stories. They brought back all these weird like TV shows yeah, from yeah. the '60s and stuff. Right, like, right. And they were doing this whole thing, and Adam's Family was one of you know one of them. <clears throat> so maybe I mean they made a Lost in Space movie. Yep, they made Adam's right. Family. They did um, sure the did. Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. um, a very Brady sequel, a couple very others. Brady but yeah. It was, a, it was a weird time where, like, you know what? You know where where we're gonna make our money? Like old TV shows. T- TV from the sixties. Yeah, but it, yeah. it wasn't. But it, but it, yeah, but it wasn't like let's go and make these a serious thing. It was always a sat. It was always a satire on. Those I mean, it was the, trying to be tongue in cheek. Yeah, all well, the no, time. Like, well, um, except Lost in Space, they tried to go yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, fucking that, that, serious. that terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, like a. Uh, uh, Brady, the Brady Bunch movie is what I, it would be the closest thing that I could like relate to this. Absolutely, I think they're both in the yeah. same vein. And I would say like this is almost like a satire of what the genre is. Is what this movie is. The Brady Bunch one for sure. I think this one, this one, I I, I didn't feel as much satire as I just feel like they just kind of doubled down on like the joke of it, like how they're like this weird gothic family, and I think it works because you, you you get a lot of interesting moments for comedy and for like weird jokes or you know comedic moments and it and it pays off brady bunch makes more sense to do like a kind of making fun of it because it's they're making fun of a time period and yeah. like they're kind of like adam's family's not really like they're not I playing feel, on that well, as much. Yeah. i feel like i i disagree 
I feel like they they are making fun of the family in that re- regard of like they kind of do in the Brady Bunch too, where the Brady Bunch Brady Bunch happens in the '90s, but they make fun of the Brady's because the Brady's are still living in like the seventies. Right. And sure. it's kind of like the same thing. I feel like in this, where it's like the yeah. red, the world around mm-hmm. the world around the Adams family is normal, mm-hmm. but they're like stuck in this like quasi TV world. I, I guess, I, I kind of agree with Kyle a little bit more though. The Adams family was always that way. Even in the TV show, yeah. they were the, like, man, those neighbors are weird. Like them, and the yeah. monsters are like, look at those weird neighbors that, right. Like and there's a normal world around them. Yeah, so I I mean, I guess you really can't say it's like a satire. It's, it's no, they're just doing like, their their like own Brady thing. Yeah. yeah, Brady Bunch was smart about it because it's like, how do you bring this just into modern very day. very yeah. very very classic '60s kind of situational you know TV show into modern? And they did it the smart way, which was they're basically a time capsule, and everyone around them is just like, fuck is wrong with these people? Whereas <laughs> Adam's family, it's just they. There, the darkness and like the weird gothic is just it's always been normal. It's always been that against a real world from day one. It's always it's always normal society coming into their house on the TV show, like, you know. Yeah. So I think they did it a good they did it they did it smart. They definitely ramped up the the comedy mm-hmm. versus oh, I agree. the TV show and, and it it worked out fantastically. Here's another thing that I want another movie that I'll kind of compare it to in the in the fact where I've noticed this kind of phenomenon, especially this year with this movie. I say phenomenon. Uh, uh, that movie with, was good too. No, just, yeah, with, with, I was. With John I, I, want, I wanted to Jeez. pick powder. No, I was hoping someone would pick powder for a Halloween movie, <laughs> but no one did it. <laughs> um, no, it, it's it has to me. It's starting to get this weird. I want to say like almost hocus pocus kind of like yeah. following to it. Them's family values now is mm-hmm. where it's like this movie where it it, it was like it, when it came out. I mean, yeah, it was the number one movie, but for like a week. Yeah. And it bombed. And then like, I don't remember hearing about it again. It's kind of the same with Hocus Pocus. It was like, if you saw it when you were a kid, some people latched onto it and just never forgot it and carried it on. And then it's now it's just hit this pop culture thing where it's like, it it has to be on your Halloween list for a lot of people. This movie is on its way there. I mean, I think it's already there. It's already on the ABC's thing. Yeah. It's on 13 Nights of Horror. Like, 60 times if it, it seems like it's because it's safe i mean it's a safe halloween movie for a family you know that's why that works and you know actually but I it's mean, also I mean, honestly after watching it this time i can say like compared to some other films that would have come out around the same time i definitely think this one aged yeah well. no yeah. i agree it did like the the jokes and stuff that they're hitting on it's not topical enough to really you yeah. know ha- have like a, a, a shelf life it's 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 and, and they're dealing with situations that I think any person can deal with, like the the whole like a new baby coming in, and the two kids feeling kind of like they're going to get left out or left behind. Like that's just kind of a timeless uh, yeah. conflict. So, uh, but I feel like we're like two years away from seeing internet memes of people who are like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when people don't know it's October, I'm like, and it's just some like Adam's family value meme. You know, wait, like wait. how you see like a million that, of those. That's, with, that's with all, Focus. That's, I I always see that meme. There's always Wednesday Adams memes where it's just like yeah. everybody around me loves Christmas, but I'm just like waiting for like. Yeah, I've seen those. Halloween those are Morticia. Those are the two yeah, I yeah. see the most. I see a lot of that. I wish to I would see more Gomez. Darker. I liked Gomez. He's the best part of this. <laughs> He's movie. so great, and you know that's you know, Raul Gulia. Hello, Julia. Is it Julia? Gulia. Where are you getting that from? (laughs) Hey, it's Halloween. He's spooky. He's spooky (laughs) right now. It's Halloween. Raul Julia. You know, it's like one of his last Julia. (laughs) Angelica (laughs) Boston. But I don't know. Does it it, like it doesn't? I guess it just seems to me like this came out of nowhere for me this year. As far as like I've never paid attention to this movie. I haven't thought about it since I saw since the last time I saw it. Like it's not. I guess it's not really one of those the it's not a movie that that truly I could say like st- sticks with me it permeates with me when I watch it I enjoy it but I don't like I'm not sitting there thinking like I'm going to run out and see Adam's family like Yeah, I think this it's is It's got it, maybe maybe because it it's more it's more like based in the gothic so you think more like October is when I'll watch that movie I get around to seeing it. Like, no, no, and I think well that's the same thing with like Hocus Pocus. Like Hocus Pocus to me is, is like I go to the store, and every October you see it on DVD, you see it on Blu-ray, like, everywhere. 
And I feel like this movie is about to be that movie. Like it's about sure. to be where people are like, I can't wait to watch. I, I can't wait for Halloween because I want to watch Ebb's Family Values. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are going to be saying a new that renaissance. Soon. If no, you will. I agree. <laughs> and I think it's because like something you mentioned earlier, where it's like this movie to me, it's comedy holds up really, really well. Like you look at this 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 movie, you're like, wow, all the actors that are in this movie, like every single one of them, are way older now. Mm-hmm. But this movie holds up like incredibly well. Like. Christina Ricci's brilliant in this movie, and she's like, you're like, what, 12 in this? Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. ridiculous. Like, get out of here. <laughs> get, just go. Yeah. Just go. Just get out. You're already brilliant <laughs> in comedy. Whatever. It's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. But, hey, let's take a break real quick, and when we come back, let's talk more about Oogie and Spooky. <laughs> Pugsley, the baby weighs 10 pounds. The cannonball weighs 20 pounds. Which will hit the stone walkway first? I'm still on fractions. Which do you think? The cannonball? Very good. But which one will bounce? The baby? There's only one way to find out. Ready? One, two, three. What a glorious evening. Rain. Oh dear. All right, guys, so we're back and we're talking about Adam's family values. Uh, one of the questions that uh, I want to ask is uh, why, how did they get this movie right the second time? Usually that doesn't happen, right? No, it's a very rare thing. Like, usually sequels are not better than the original film. And this is, in my opinion, oddly better, but less successful. Yeah. I think maybe the first was maybe maybe the first was a test. Like maybe he wanted to do a lot of the stuff he did in this film in the first one, but just kind of had to get it off the ground floor first. I think it was maybe the first one was the first one did good because it was banking on that on that fandom. All right, so people who were like know about the show were like, oh, an Adams Family movie, okay, and they went and saw it. Where as this one. <clears throat> It might have come after a couple other movies had sequels. Maybe they did very Brady sequel already happen while when before this one came out. But Brady movie happened way after this. Way after? I'm yeah, pretty sure. I think so. You positive? No, no, no. no, I'm not 100. Let me GTS that. <laughs> GTS. <laughs> yeah, Google that shit. Oh, I didn't. I've never heard that before. Anyways, but no, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I think the first one. I think the first one was more or less maybe playing it safe. Um, and let's just, let's just do Adam's family what it is. And this one, they introduce a couple new characters. There's definitely way more like, I feel, I felt like there's more like character dynamic and development in the characters and, um, better situations that they were put into that helped the cast kind of feed off of you know what i mean do you think mm-hmm. that they went more outside of the family in this one than they did in the the first one the first one was more just about them being at home and everybody was there in the house and, and then they and, weren't and at home they introduced a lot of family members like into yeah. into that one and this one it's like they brought in completely outside i think that's exactly what it I, I i think the first one focused so much on fan service and getting the original source material correctly i mean for christ's sakes this film isn't is the entire story is actually ripped off not of an Adams Family show, I read but the monsters. Monsters, right? Yeah. They didn't even take it from their own thing. They actually literally ripped off one episode of the monsters and they said, "Let's make this story because it's more interesting." Uh-huh. And then they went with it, and then they came out with this. And I think you're right. I think with this, what makes this one better is that it's it's taking the Adams Family. First of all, there's this really big theme about family in this film. Like the family's broken. There's a big there's a big dilemma going on. You know, like Fester has left the family. Um, the kids are off to this camp. The 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 mother and the father they're dealing with the new baby and stuff like that. So there's like a split family. As where the first one was kind of more like, hey, let's just kind of like do the best we can about the show. Yeah. This sure. one kind of like said, just like look, let's just make this about the characters and let the these great actors speak for themselves. Well, the first one was was a big part of the story was Fester coming into the family. Yes. Was yeah, the yeah. original. Right. And yeah, now, and, and, but this one is a family. Well, this one's about apart. Fester. This right. one's about Fester leaving the family. Well, right. the, the the family was still ripped apart in the first one though, because they were they they at one point in the film they weren't even in the in the house anymore. Remember, they were in like a hotel. Oh or yeah, something. I guess you're yeah. right. They got they got because Fester came in 
as a cool. con man. They thought he was a con man. Yeah, that's trying to right. Con the family. Yeah, but I right. think the yeah. reason why this one works a little bit better is the same reason why the show works. And the show was great because it it was the it was the Adams family dealing with outside world shit, mm-hmm. outsiders coming into their home, and the kind of dynamic that you get off of that. Whereas the first movie didn't deal with it a whole lot because the outsider was another Adams. Yeah, it was. Whereas the guy. this one, it's com- somebody completely different, and that's it's also you got the two kids who are removed and basically taken and put into an outside situation. So I think it worked better because it, it they it, it almost but, followed the same formula as a show. Right, but the the original family they weren't torn apart. What I mean, like right. it wasn't Fester over here and the kids over here and no, the family. Right. Over no, no, here. you're, you're I mean, right like, about that for oh, sure. Okay. I'm just saying that. I think the re- what, one of the reasons why it worked so good was because it was like, let's put the Adams in more mm-hmm. situations outside of the home. Let's get them out of the comfort zone and have them interact with people. Well, they also did something pretty amazing with the sequel, too, that is usually another failing sign of a terrible sequel, which is like add a character or a family member mm-hmm. to, you know, like it's like, you know, Father of the Bride Part 2. Not yeah. as good as Father sure. of the Bride. Yeah. Right. Sure. Well, well, I take your word on that one. You the, know? There was no baby in the TV show, right? No. So no. this was a completely new a, idea. It was a completely yeah. brand yeah. new uh, yeah. thing. Yeah, so I could see how that could go it, bad. It, it worked out, though, I thought. It worked I thought out it, I thought it added a great dynamic. It added something for, for when, when, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wednesday Today and Pugsley. For them to like deal with. like it brought It gave those characters a little more room to shine. Oh, it did. No, it set them up great. And then, you know... They get sent off to camp, um, which is, uh, it's weird. They they kind of play on, like, different things in Adam's Family Values. They kind of play on camp movies a little bit. Yeah, they definitely, they deal, they deal with that. Uh, they deal with the, the uh, Like, the America's widow. Most Wanted. Yeah, like, like the widow of. that goes, like, basically, so I met her an axe murderer. Yeah. Like, that whole thing. Oh, they, that's they, coming back, they huh? They deal with those, what? That's well, going back on might the as show. Well, bring huh? it back. <laughs> well, that's two films that we've done. We've done Meatballs, we've done that film. Yeah. We've kind of done both of these genres of films, yeah. and Adam's Family Values does like, a really good job of like poking fun I at gotta, it, especially the camp one. I gotta say, like, I got hit with such a rush of nostalgia watching this movie when it cut to like the America's Most Wanted TV yeah. segment. Yeah. I was like, Fuck! I miss watching that show and Unsolved Mysteries. I uh-huh. wish those were still on the air. Oh it's no, so it's creepy. John Walsh is still on the air catching bad guys. He's got a yeah, show like on online, right? No, he's got a show on CNN that's like, <laughs> oh man, it's brutal. You can still feel safe, America. Yeah, John Walsh is out there. He's yeah, still he trying is. to catch him. He's still trying to catch those criminals. <laughs> he's still getting them. But no, uh, <laughs> uh, the camp stuff is where I, I mean, the whole play at the end is just that's oh, it's fantastic movie magic. It's well, fantastic. It's a, Go on. I was going to say, is that like a throwback to the original and when they do the play? Don't they do a play and they start cutting their limbs off and all the blood spraying all over the stage? I remember that. Yeah. Um, but that's what this kind of made me feel like was like a similar gag. I thought this was funnier. This no, one was great. I thought this one, yeah, definitely definitely uh, worked a lot better because, again, it was a situation out, out of the control of the Adams that they basically adapted to right. and, like, fucking took over. It's like Look, the worst situation, the complete opposite of what the Adams are, are is every child at this camp that they go to. Yeah. What I, what I liked about it, I mean, not what I liked about it, but what I found kind of weird about it a little bit, though, was that it's it's mocking the racism of the play mm-hmm. that they're in, but kind like kind of the action was a little racist a little bit. Oh yeah, like the like, ra- like the 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 way they took over was yeah more, was still like, like kind of like uh, that was kind of like wow that's like every every Native American <laughs> stereotype. <laughs> Kid is playing like I'm gonna scalp you and I'm gonna fucking like I was just kind of like yeah I think at this time people didn't probably see it that way or whatever like this joke would be great nowadays I think you would definitely be like whoa you're kind of also being racist by saying but, this, but but at the same time they were ma- making a, a solid point like no no Wednesday makes scene. a very good point to yeah. say like hey let's talk about like how you took our land and like killed us yeah. all and like blah, she blah, calls blah. them yeah. on their bullshit yeah. basically and mm-hmm. then wrecks the whole situation yeah yeah, because I mean, at the same time, it's like, yeah, I can see your point where it's like, you know, that's a racist way to go, but it's it's <laughs> a funny situation because she is basically dealing with like the privileged white, which is like, is that kind of the the kind of the group that took over the Indians anyway? So it was like, yeah, no, still they're definitely trying revenge. to make that correlation because yeah. I mean, that's every camp movie, right? Like every camp movie deals with there's a bunch of outsider kids and they have to deal with what what are essentially are like these white waspy kids. Yeah. 
that always come from either a better camp next door or within the same camp, and they're just constantly being. By the way, on. by the way, fifteen points for using waspy. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're giving points now. I'm giving points away as I, I see know. fit. Oh, I didn't know that. We do you could want do some that. points? Oh, I might say words Be original. like waspy, even though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and also you got to give it up to just uh, uh, what I would say is uh, great marketing for this movie too. It had. I don't know if you guys know that this this had a SNES video game. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Uh, attached to I, it. You two could play 40, I, didn't know that. I think it was like 40 levels of, I didn't know uh, that. Adam's Family, of Adam's uh, family Madden, Madden. My, my brother owned it. I would love to play <laughs> that My brother game. owned it. I do remember it being a boring it, game. It looks like... <laughs> Damn it. It, it, looks like, it looks like it's Zelda with with Fester as the main character. Yep. It's yep. basically what if it looks like. No, yes. no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. You're talking about Fester's Quest from the NES, right? No, that was... That was that was the one where Fester's walking around. No, you're Fester. And it's a top down. You're, you're Fester Zelda. in both games. What's that? You're Fester in both games. In Adam's Family Values, they did the same thing as Fester's Quest. You're Fester because Fester's Quest you're, was a you're always solid top down platformer. <laughs> <laughs> solid top down Zelda Zelda clone. I'm just I, say I, that dude, right he's now. saying Fester's Quest, and I'm looking at him like, "What the fuck is Fester's Quest?" <laughs> oh, like, for the I NES, it was a this. great game. You know they did a they they, they did a reboot to this movie. What? What do you, you mean? You mean they did a third? They did yeah, a direct well, yeah, video called Yeah, it's like a Adam's but it was supposed to be like a, it's supposed to be like a, a reboot also of like the series it was supposed to be. Oh, I mean maybe. I never watched it was direct to video. Yeah, I never they, watched they it. They redid the whole cast. Tim I mean, Curry. Oh. Daryl Hannah. Mm. Tim Curry, really? Yeah, Daryl Hannah. Mm. I hate yeah. the sound of that Oof. already. I, I love so Tim weird. Curry, I'll but avoid no. it. Yeah. I'll avoid it. Like do they try to just get like the next most charismatic Character actor, yeah, next to Raul Julia, and they said Tim Curry was going to replace him. Tim we're Cur- like, well, he died no, really. after he played M. Bison. He did I don't know. Die. That's why. They, that's why they that's never right. did that another role, Street Fighter. That role killed him, just like Keith Ledger and the Joker. <laughs> that role did not kill him. No, you think? Get the fuck. <laughs> you think he went so method? He <laughs> <laughs> went so method with M. Bison. He died in an in an actual street fight. <laughs> Yeah, did you guys not watch the movie and his performance? I and how, did. I did how watch into it. it. He was. I did watch it very much. So no, this is actually. I don't know what other movie he's done besides Street Fighter. In I this went, movie. You know what? I went through. Is that his terrible? Ca- I went through his catalog. There's no. not a whole lot of memorable stuff in there. But no, no, he played like uh, he played. Did he win an Oscar for playing like a uh, like a missionary that went to like the Adams family? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> he went. To, he went. He like he like to like went to Nicaragua or something like that and. No. And he became a street fighter. The fact that you know the name of the film tells me how popular it is. <laughs> Sorry, it was a popular film, but. but no, like it's 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 crazy because he's fantastic in this movie. Oh, he's great. This the whole cast is just. Top notch. Raul Julia though is by and far my favorite. Mm-hmm. When Fester, well, I'm sorry, not Fester. When Gomez like loses his shit. Yeah, those are the parts of this film that I that I lose my own shit because I'm <laughs> laughing so hard. Like when he's in the police station and he is just going off on Nathan Lane, like justice has not been done. Justice, like, and he's just going nuts. Like he's not making any real sense, but it's just so funny. I will say, as, oh. as much as I like Gomez, yeah, I love Joan Cusack in this. Oh, she's fantastic. Oh my god, she's great, dude. Here's like, a question. Here's uh, this is probably the first time I think I've ever been attracted to Joan. I will say the that. same. I thing. thought the same when thing. When has she watching ever it. played like a, like a sexed up symbol Dude, I'm so in glad, any movie? I'm so glad you said that because I wanted to, and I thought, oh, that might be kind of shitty. But you said it. I'm going to piggyback yep. on it. I agree 100. Well, percent I'm just saying. We're all I, I can't remember the last time I was attracted to Joan Cusack. No, it wasn't. So, but it's not even <laughs> that so was much. The it's just the, even the character she's playing. I've never seen her play, play that character. No, like me a either. sexed up character. It's always been the quirky, like, oh, I don't really know. Like, yeah, she got that blonde bob going on. Mm-hmm. I look good. Mm-hmm. No, but I will say it's it's weird. I did not. I forget. So I haven't seen this movie in so long. I I had forgot even that Joan Cusack was in it. Right? Yeah, and me then too. seeing her in it, I was like, "Holy crap, that's Joan Cusack!" And she's yeah, the, she's not playing like the quirky usual character. Yeah, she's, yeah. Playing, she's playing like this sexy, confident character. And it was it, I was thrown back by. I was like, "Dude, she's aw-. It made me love her even more because I already love her. Well, like Shameless, she's amazing. So I already yeah, love her. Yeah, you know that's what, what I mean? I've been seeing her in recently. It was nice to see her look completely different. How did the Cusacks get so lucky? With the family, so yeah. Lucky? <laughs> what do you mean? Like they both, they both are just like career actors, like very good at what they they're just, do. They're good. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's on. just. John I, where does that start? I wonder. I'm you know? a bigger fan know. of Joan than John. I'll say it. I, I like I, I like John. Way I don't more know, yeah, than I'm, John. A, I'm a John fan myself. <laughs> yeah, John, John Cusack in the '80s fucking yeah. killed yeah, it. Yeah, but dude, it doesn't. It does not. 
It does not repair John Cusack in the 2000s and present. <laughs> it doesn't repair it. <laughs> no. I don't know. He's done too much damage go, to go his back, career. Go back and watch Better Off Dead. That's a fantastic no, fucking movie. Don't get me wrong. Movie. Hey, he's great in the 80s, but then when he hits that 2000s period, man. That's not true. What about uh, uh, the Gross Point Blank? That was like the 90s, right? Yeah, that's a good I movie. I just said 2000s. Movie. <laughs> it might have been. I'll have to look been. at his filmography. No, he was <laughs> Anyhow, John Cusack's not in this movie, but you know yeah, who high is? Fidelity? Fucking Joan Cusack. Yeah. No. <laughs> and she's hilarious and funny and, and dangerous. She just plays... Her timing know, is so good. She yeah. is. Like, I just... Solid. Solid fucking cast all around. Wednesday. Oh, she was we great. Got, we gotta say that. Yeah, Christina Ricci... Came into her own, I feel like, in this movie. You know, you don't see much of her anymore... Sad, saddens me. Which is sad, and you know it, it's it's crazy because even in Buffalo '66, mm-hmm. you know she doesn't have a lot of range. Like she's not given a lot in mm-hmm. that film. Don't get me wrong; she's angelic and all that. Uh, she's like necessary in the film, you know. But um, I just kind of feel like in this one you see her, like the, when when she has to smile for the first time as Wednesday, the the physicality of that is so spot on. Yes. It's hysterical. It's like, too real. I couldn't laugh. <laughs> and it goes on for a while. It takes her a while to crack it. And then when she does, her face does look fucking insane. Oh, it looks <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, she's, I don't know. She is something special in this movie, I feel like. Mm-hmm. She just has the it factor in this movie. Yeah. Can I tell you, I, had, I did have one problem with this movie. I had one as well. Let me hear what yours is. And uh, as much as I respect him as an actor, and I think he's um, fantastic and everything else, I cannot stand Christopher Lloyd as Fester. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Okay. He is just fucking annoying, bro. I just cannot get the behind the character. I don't think it's funny at all. I, I, I absolutely loved it. Every time she tried to kill him, he just like <laughs> reappeared. Yeah. I was like, fucking that, that guy. See, that, that's that's what I think funny. I, but like it's like the he's not good at playing he's not good at playing the the, the like, shy nervous guy because like like it's almost too much. I, know, it's, I feel like yeah. it's just the Christopher like he just threw on the Christopher Lloyd voice. I think he took it just Does a that? bit too far yeah. in this one because but, it's definitely more reserved in the first yeah. one because I, I think yeah. he he's in coming the first into one, his character. He, he plays a perfect he plays a perfect Uncle Fester in the first one. Well, this one it's yeah it's just like. I I can't. There are there are moments though that I thought yeah. were there, really no, good. No, there are, but there's a lot of moments that are just like you know what it is, brother. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, bro, I feel like you're the, at a twelve right now, and we need you at a seven. I feel like the uh, the whole scene at the restaurant when when uh, Gomez and Morticia are doing the dance, I felt like he was endearingly awkward, and I I thought I, I thought he played that part. What really a great good. scene that was, though. By the way, yeah, that dancing is hilarious. Well, any dancing that ends with every champagne. Cork in the place going <laughs> in an off. orgasmic explosion. Yeah, <laughs> and just I mean, the fire. What else the, the could it fire be? coming off of her from the, like the spins. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Angelica Houston's fantastic. The lighting. That oh she, yeah, I love that lighting she's she always has. Fucking lighting on her eyes. Oh, yeah, so eyes. great. And you know, there's this funny scene. I know that there's this one scene where they where they go to um their uh, Fester's new house for the first time. That white beautiful yeah. mansion. Mm-hmm. There is one scene where she's. I've noticed that she never moves. In the movie, yeah, because you never light, see her transporting. That, yeah. that light is just a fixed light, right? <laughs> yeah. And there is one scene where she does have to walk into frame, and you see it, and the light is just sitting there. It's just like a light, and she has to walk into the light. <laughs> and I heard that from what I've heard about Angelica Houston on this movie, she had she was put through torture. She was wearing like a steel corset yeah. the entire film to make to give her that like super slender like yeah whatever, yeah. booksome-looking kind of thing. And then, not to mention, they have to hit that light every time. Like, that had to be blinding, right? It had to be so obnoxious yeah. after, like, however many days of shooting, like, you know, just always looking in directly into a light. Yeah. She plays, I think she she plays, I don't know, man. It's, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if anybody else could play another Morticia Adams as, I don't, like, that's yeah. so, she'll, yeah. It's like that is my like even the original Morticia Adams. I don't remember more than Angelica Houston. And I know some people are probably going to boo me for that, but no, I think I think more. I think Angelica Houston really owns that character. Yeah, now. for sure. Like yeah. for, like anybody who saw any of these reboots of Adams Family films, like she is the Morticia. She Heath Ledgered the fuck out of that. She role. did. She did. <laughs> she she method. I think totally. everybody in this film did. No, yeah. I agree. Totally. I agree. Yeah. All right, so let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about Adam's Family Values. 
life-saving. Now, I know we're all top-notch little swimmers, but now we get to show our stuff and earn those certificates! Hey, how about a first little pair of life-saving buddies? Amanda, Wednesday? Is that your bathing suit? Is that your overbite? Now, one of you will be the drowning victim, and the other one gets to be our lifesaver. I'll be the victim all your life. I'm going to be an actress. Bravo! Now, Amanda, jump in, swim out a few yards, and start drowning. I can't swim. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking about Adam's Family Values. Came out in 1993. It's a sequel to The Adam's Family. Uh, one of the things I wanted to get to on the technical side, because I feel like this movie is pretty sound as far as effects and, and everything else, cinematography, it's, it's, it's pretty damn good. Uh, but there is one problem. Uh-oh. Everyone, Here it comes. Everyone knows I have a rule on this show, and it's if you have your own theme song for your movie, you automatically get the point. Mm-hmm. Earlier, before the break, you said you had a problem, and I said I had a problem as well. Yeah. And then you named yours, and I said, oh, that wasn't mine. Yeah. This is yours? I think you're bringing up mine. Okay. <laughs> uh, Adam's Family Values does have a theme song. Yeah, it does. Um, and it, sure does. It gloriously happens at uh, the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right in the credits start rolling. Yep. Where you hear tag teams, Adam's Family's whoop. <laughs> Adam's family. Which is basically they just added Adam's family to whoop there it is. <laughs> yep. That's all they did. That's all they did. It just seemed it just seems like that that was the one point where they were really playing up the era. It's like they dude, they hit like they I hit the mar- that it. was the marketing machine right there. Yeah. I was debating taking it. points off just for that alone. When people are walking out of theater, you want them to hear a catchy tune, oh, yeah. right? Let's get Whoop tag Adam's team in family. on this. Yeah, people love that. You know that's exactly Who's what they hot, thought. Hey. Who's a hot rap group right now? Tupac never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> Tag team, sign yeah. me up. Tag team was like the Smash Mouth yeah, of rap were. back then. It was <laughs> the Smash it Mouth was. of rap. It I was. like how Smash Mouth is being is used as our like our compass of comparison. Although I for think all it would have been groups. great if they could have got me. Tupac to do an Ed song for the Adams Family. I wonder how that would have been. Did it for uh... dear mom. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my enemies, Adam families, and, dude, a, a total, a, a, a total fucking mess and an obvious marketing ploy. It was, and you know, it's the one thing I fucking should've can't respect. See, the the, the classic on, song should have just been the classic Adam family. But thank you. But that's, the, but that's also a weird thing that I, I kind of am reminiscent of and miss of the '90s film. Was where, it a theme song? No, no, was like the marketing campaign that went behind every movie. So you would mm. be like. You could actually collect things for movies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would be like I mean, they still do it a little bit now. No, but not like they used to. Like every movie had an action figure. Oh, that's true. Or like a cereal box toy. Remember? Or a Pepsi can. Or you know what I mean? Like, like any any movie that had Brian Adams singing for it. Oh like, my remember god! Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh yeah, that song was hot. That was <laughs> had a McDonald's <laughs> toy. Yeah, every you know? fu- I I still own most of those McDonald's toys from the '90s from the movies. Yeah. I always got them. Like, always got them. It, I mean, it's just not the yeah. They don't. They I mean, or had a Slurpee cup. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah that? They don't do that shit more. I mean, I mean, the, they the kind most of do it for get, the Marvel movies. The most, a little yeah, bit. they the, do. Yeah. You know what, dude? Yeah. Honestly, like the most you get is like you get a pin. You get a pin at the movie theater. They give you a little button. Like yeah. here. He's a Ghostbuster. Oh button. man, watches! They used to do watches. Remember watches all the fucking time. Adam's Family, I felt, was like one of the kings of this. Man, I remember that, like, there, especially with the original movie too. I mean, the original movie had an MC Hammer theme song. I mean, it had, they had the animated series. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. wasn't there a cartoon? There yeah. was an Adam's Family cartoon for a long time, and then it also, but it had, I think, a Pepsi commercial at the time. Like, I mean, probably. the video it had video games. Uh, you've named plenty. We've named two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plenty. You know. Like movies, we get video games. I mean, they still kind of do it for some, but not many anymore. It's just, yeah, I don't know. A different time with the marketing, and it's weird. Like, so I, it's weird how some of that went away. You know, you don't really have like fast food chains teaming up with. Well, it's all superhero stuff now. It is. It's all Marvel yeah, stuff. But they it, dominate but it, everything. It, it, it really like comes and goes. I feel like. I think. I think the consciousness is not the consciousness. First of all, let's 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 keep in mind something else. Like. Toy. I mean, I imagine that little tiny cheap toys are nothing compared. Like, you know what? Actually, 
that this might not be true. It just may have transferred into a different area. I guarantee you when a movie fucking comes out, there's like eight apps on goddamn the iTunes app store. Uh, you're probably right. You're probably right. You're probably right. We're probably too old to, for we're that. We're thinking we're thinking toys and like McDonald's and shit like that. Like physical They're things. thinking 99 cent 99 cent freemium games where their kids going to spend $48 to get like eight Adams family tokens. You make a very valid point, which is just different times. We're just old. We're just I'm old. I know, I'm still we're buying I'm still buying toys. From my childhood, I have a shadow action from the movie The Shadow. I have it in my room right now. The Shadow. I like uh, tangible yeah. items that I can like too. have. You know, yeah. I can I, like I can display. I can. I am so glad we invited the Chippewas to join us for this holiday meal. Remember, these savages are our guests. We must not be surprised at any of their strange customs. After all, they have not had our advantages, such as fine schools, libraries full of books, shampoo. <laughs> How? I am Pocahontas, a Chippewa maiden. I'm Indian. Enough said. <laughs> and I am Running Bear, betrothed to Pocahontas in the play. 20 grand for summer camp. He's Mr. Woo Woo. All right, so let's rate this Mammer Jammer. Mike, what do you want to rate it? Uh, I mean, what can we rate it other than Fester light bulbs? It's uh, it's it's in the game. It's in the game's Fester's quest. You collect them. Oh, it's also in like the uh, the, the show. <laughs> no, it's not. It, but also, it, don't they have like one of those games that like Peter Piper Pizza that had like Fester's light bulb? Oh, oh they had the had the. Yeah, I played that. It was the yeah. Fester is the Fester shock treatment, and yeah. you, you had to hold on to the bars, oh, yeah. and they, they vibrated, vibrated hard to as some hell. insane amount where like. It was almost like you don't have control. Your muscles just naturally curled in. Your hands get all you, itchy. You couldn't release yeah. if you wanted to. Yeah, I remember that shit. Wow. Why was that? A, what was? The, why was that an arcade game in two thousands? <laughs> movie wasn't topical then. Yeah, doesn't make a lot of sense. Missed the boat. Anyways, light bulbs. Light sure. bulbs. All right, let's start with me. I gotta give it four. Uh, this was not. In my list of Halloween movies that I had to like watch every year on like a Halloween time, but now it is. Like I just, I just, it's one of those things where it's it, this movie came out and I forgot about it, and I didn't ever go back to watch it because it was it never it didn't affect I didn't get it as as a kid I don't think like I didn't understand the humor, and now that I'm older I get the humor and it's hysterical. This movie is so goddamn funny. Uh, but I'm giving it a solid four. It's fun. This is definitely a Halloween movie you can throw on at a Halloween party. Uh, people can watch it and just laugh and have a good time, or it can play in the background and people catch a zany scene or something like that. But um, yeah, four. Guess what, Cody? What? 15 points for using the word zany. Thank you. You're on the board. <laughs> Damn. Take, take that. Oh, we're tied. You're take on that, the board. Take that, wispy. Waspy. Waspy. Same thing. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Let's go with Kyle next, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this movie a four as well. Um, I used to watch this movie all the time with my brother growing up. Um, this movie is hilarious. It's aged very well, I feel like. Not a lot of the jokes for me fell flat. Um, I mean, some of the... There's a few tropes that are very 90s, but I mean, I'll let it fly, especially the the the, the final music, the theme song, if you want to call it that, the whoop Adam's family. Oh, there's one other. I was going to uh, I was going to I was going to dock your points for that, but I mean, Mike Mike proved gave me a good point was like you can't dock it for that. So, I you mean, can't. I was going to say the Michael Jackson joke was another one. That was fucking hilarious. It's funny, but like, who's going to get that now? Yeah, no one's going to get you it know? anymore. Um, this movie is really entertaining. Um, I would seriously recommend this to anybody watching um, that want to see a, 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 a smart, funny family film that isn't too um, watered down. Like, isn't, you know, like there's still enough jokes in there for the adults and enough jokes that the kids are going to laugh as well. So, hey, four. It's a great movie. And not too scary that you can watch it with like a two year old. All right, so let's go with Chris. Chris, how many do you give it? One? That Chris, that's ridiculous. One? Wow. Guess what, Chris? Mine is 15 points. Oh, oh, wow. Contrary to popular belief, I'm actually going to give it a four. Um, I, I just love the Addams Family as characters. I've enjoyed the TV show. I enjoy the cartoon. I've enjoyed the first one. And Values is one that, like Cody said, I hadn't seen in a, in a long time, and it was kind of forgotten about. I'm glad Mike picked this. Um, it is definitely one that needed to be revisited 
And I don't know if I necessarily would say like this is a Halloween movie. It's just that the Adams family is kind of dark and morbid, so it sort of fits with the holiday. Um, but it's it's fun. It would be fun to watch at any time of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm super glad we revisited it. All year's Halloween for me. That's why I think <laughs> it should be on all year round. My name's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. All right, so let's next up. Let's go to oh, my name's Chris, and I'm Halloween. I'm spooky. <laughs> all times of, of of the year, I'm awful ooky. And, uh, yeah, man. All right, so Mike, what is your review for Adam's Family? How low are you gonna go? I am. I'm gonna follow the pack. Four, four, solid four. Mm-hmm. A solid four light bulbs. Um, it's just it's just a really good film. You know, the cast is phenomenal. This is one of those films that I hope to, you know, I don't, I rarely ever say this, uh, that I don't want a redone of a film, but I think they just got this right, and I think they should just leave it at that. No, if I they, agree. If they try to recast this and try to do it again, I'd be, I'd be very sad. I agree. Yeah. Lightning in a bottle. They it is. Lightning in really, a bottle. I really do think they captured it in this, in this second film specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would never want to see this remade. It's, it, like I said, it's odd to see a sequel... You know, it's rare when they're better than it the original. It is rare. Yeah. You know? It is rare. Troll 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's our very spooky and kooky and ooky show for this week. Uh, make sure that you follow us on social media at cultfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook. Please make sure, listen, you subscribe to the show. This is very important that you listen to this because this helps us out a bunch, gets us noticed, and more people can listen to us. Also, tell your friends about us. We're we're cool, right? I think so. Eh, not really. If you uh, say you're cool, you're not cool. So I'm not. That's we're not a, cool. That's something not. Yeah, cool. The Fonz wouldn't say a cool he's person cool. never says he's cool. No, we're not cool. We suck. Tell your friends about us. Uh, <laughs> Let them know how bad we yeah. are. You can follow Kyle. You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. See you next week.